Breaking news that the NFL commissioner says it's been a tough year. You'd think. That's seriously, he's holding a press conference. I guess it just wrapped up now, but no, he's still taking questions. It's been a tough year. KFI AM 640, Bill Carroll. I got another great story about the Super Bowl. Okay. You don't have to be a sports fan. In fact, I bet women are going to call me more than men on this. Okay. Moms are going to call on this. It's, it's this year's Super Bowl and a dilemma that one of the players is facing a family dilemma. It's a great story. We'll get to that coming up here in a few minutes, you know, after the next break around 1120. But let's talk about Super Bowl preparations in Phoenix. Uh, they, it's the Super Bowl, so it's a very tempting target for terrorists. I hate to bring you down about that, but it really is. And we talked with a reporter at ABC an hour ago who said, yeah, it's extraordinary the amount of security he's seeing there. So let's see if we get into a little bit deeper with a with an analyst on this stuff, KFI's guy, former member of the Israeli Defense Force, founder of IMS Security. It's Aaron Cohen. How are you doing, Aaron? Good, Bill. How are you? Good. I, here's, I was struck by a couple of things about this about the security measures, as that ABC reporter described it. One, they're looking for two kinds of terrorism now. And uh, and they've got, the, it's, they, I mean, there's so much to cover. They've got F-16s, and they've got bomb-sniffing dogs, and they're checking trucks with X-rays. And, you know, so they, they, they're going for, they're, they're trying to make sure that we don't have one of those, ost- what's the right word, ostentatious? That's uh, not the right word I'm looking for. But, you know, somebody who has big ambitions, and wants to do a 9-11 kind of attack. Then they got to deal with the ISIS-inspired guy with a gun or guy with a knife who can walk into a crowd and do a lot of damage before he can stop them. So it seems like the new world is we got to look for terrorism big and small. That That's a handful. Yeah, this is a, it's, it's a colossal security project um, just in terms of the sheer scope. Um, you know, they're looking at 30 or 40 miles of airspace that they have to cover. There's, there's F-16s, like you mentioned. There's a Black Hawk helicopter they'll deploy. And, you know, there's, there's hundreds, if not thousands, of law enforcement personnel total um, checking everything. And so, you know, it, it, I'll tell you this. The, the upside with, with, with having to see a lot of terror is that we get more serious. And so I like the fact that our security apparatus is going, okay, let's look at a colossal-style attack and, and make sure that we cover airspace and make sure that we're using all the technical means that we have to look for um, a potential nuclear threat. I believe there's a lot of radi- uh, radioactive or anti-radioactive equipment they're deploying. And then it's let's look for the gun. Let's look for someone carrying a pistol. Let's look for someone trying to bring in an assault weapon. Um, you know, there's a – Arizona as a state is a very loose uh, uh, assault weapon uh, state. You know, they're, they're, they like their guns out there. So, you know, I think, I think they're going about it the right way, and I think that we're going to see a lot of coverage uh, with this Super Bowl, especially everything that we've been seeing with the, with the last game and the, and the broken ball and the pigskin and all that stuff. So I think that they're taking it very seriously. Uh, you proved to me last time we talked about what was going on in Paris that uh, you got your ear to the ground still a little bit. You. You tend to get sometimes tipped off about what's going on in the the, uh, the security world. Have you heard about, is there any concern about a specific threat to this, or is it just, look, it's the Super Bowl, it's always a target, and let's just take whatever precautions we need? Well, what I've heard from sources of mine, um, um, people that I've trained in Arizona and I've, I've worked with their law enforcement agencies, is that they are not playing around with this security. 
uh, uh, Phoenix, the the, the uh, Maricopa County, uh, just just the nature of of the the sheriff there. Uh, they're just taking it as seriously as it can come, and they're working very well with each other. That seems to be the the feeling on the ground there is that the uh, the way that the, all of the, sec- the security is being coordinated with the national and with the, and with the local level and with the state authorities, um, everybody is just going not on our watch. So that's the that's the sense that I'm getting from some of my SWAT buddies out there. We get complacent um, about it, though, aren't we? Kind of think, well, well come on, and who's going to really attack the Super Bowl? But Boston Marathon, Atlanta Olympics, I mean, major sporting events have been targets before in this country, and they'll be targets again. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true, and I think, and I think, I think, I think it's it's about, you know, a lot of this is about not getting egg on your face. A lot of this is about not on our watch. Uh, we're not going to allow what happened in Boston. We're going to try and learn from these mistakes, and so let's do it right. And so, uh, making sure that these agencies have the funding, make sure that making sure that they have the equipment, making sure that they have the manpower, making sure that they, when they're pushing, they're getting what they want, so that they can you know, really do it the right way, that seems to be the message I'm getting from these guys, which is look at what happened in Boston, look at what, look at what happened at, uh, you know, at all these other unfortunate situations, and let's not allow us to become the city that screwed up the security for the Super Bowl. That's How do you check, saying. though, for 100,000 people that no one has a knife? Um, you have to screen everybody individually. There's weapon detection systems that are going to be set up uh, at, at at multiple entrance points where people are going to be able to walk into the actual um, stadium in Phoenix. And there's but you have to push that perimeter out, don't you? I mean, uh, yeah, we go through. I still go through a metal detector. Everybody does if you go to a game at Staples Center. So that that's I get that. But you know, somebody outside in the parking lot or in the crowd as people are lining up to go to the metal detectors. Somebody opens up with a gun there or slashes a bunch of people with a knife. Still a big story, still a very effective act of terrorism. So isn't that really about pushing the perimeter out as, perimeter out as far as you can? Yeah, that's, a, that, that, that's, that's an excellent statement. And to your point, Bill, um, I will say that there will be measures that will extend all the way out there. There will be a much larger presence of uniformed law enforcement in those parking lots and pushed all the way out to the points where the cars are actually driving into the stadium. There will also be an undercover presence, and those undercover people will be uh, cruising around low-key looking for potential threats and looking for the different red flags that would set off way before they ever get to the point where they can actually get into and enter the stadium. And you're right. Uh, there, anything once once you're in that parking structure, once you've driven into that stadium, uh, you're effectively in a massive crowd, and so there's going to be eyeballs everywhere. And the thing is, this is also a super super high profile event. And again, I don't think they want to be the city that's going to be the one who screwed this up. That's the that's the main feeling and vibe that I'm getting from my uh, law enforcement friends there. How but, much uh, profiling is going to go on, Aaron? Forget about what they tell the public. What are these guys behind the scenes being told to look for? Well, they're going to be looking for odd behavior. Um, they're going to be looking for people who are not there to enjoy the sporting event. They're going to be looking for um, single or, or groups of you know guys and groups of two. Uh, look, there's going to be a Middle Eastern profile to some to some extent. There always will be, um, but you can tell just as quickly by looking at the body language. 
which is are these people here to come and enjoy the sporting event or are they lurking or are they lingering or are they looking to do something that just doesn't fit in? They're going to be looking for clothing that's mismatched for this time of year. Uh, it's obviously cooler when wintertime right now. Everyone's going to be bundled up, so there's going to be jackets that are going to be checked, coats are going to be open, uh, purses and bags are going to be looked at. Nobody's going to be getting into the stadium uh, without having their person scanned. And literally, once you start that process, then it's just a question of making sure that everybody who's actually walking in who doesn't have a weapon now doesn't actually intend or have some type of intent to create some act of murder inside the stadium. So uh, that falls into the next layer once you get inside, which is, you know, all of the eyes and ears that are looking at, at the thousands and thousands. It's a, it's, a, it's a colossal security event to take on. But, um, you know, I think they're going to be okay. Thank you, Aaron. Appreciate it. I'm going to just leave Thanks. it on that optimistic note right there. They're going to be okay. Appreciate it. Be okay. Thanks for having me. Aaron Cohen, KFI's analyst of security and military matters, former member of the Israeli Defense Force and founder of IMS Security. Coming up next, one NFL player in the Super Bowl may have a very difficult decision to make. We'll tell you about that coming up. But first... KFI AM 640, Bill Carroll, oh, a player in Seattle, might have a big decision to make on Super Bowl Sunday. This, to me, is the best story that's come out of all the press conferences. Yeah, the in their press conferences, they've done their, I'm just here so I won't get fined, or they're cliched, we're going to, you know, just going to give it our, going to play our best game, going to bring our A game, this way, all that stuff, seen that. And uh, we've seen the coaches. That's where this story came out of the coaches' press conferences. And right now you've got the commissioner uh, of the league doing a press conference. It's just wrapped up, said they've had a tough year. No surprise there. And here's another non-surprise. They don't have a report yet on the whole deflated football thing, deflate gate, until well, they just don't have it right now. He didn't say when they'll have it. No judgments yet is what he said. No judgments yet. Of course they're not going to have a judgment until after the Super Bowl. They don't want to have to make a tough decision about what to do about it. They want to be able to say, well, by the time we figured it out, it was really too late to do anything. So we're going to, you watch, we're going to have to suspend uh, Brady for two games at the beginning of next season, which isn't nothing. But if they made their judgment earlier, they'd have to suspend them for the Super Bowl. And they don't want that to happen. That's too big a deal. So, you know, as usual, they'll put money first. No, it was Pete Carroll, two R's, two L's, no relation, who said the most interesting thing. Oh, you know what? I forgot to mention. I keep I keep uh, promising I'll mention this thing because it's something really good to do. And Sylvia and I were just talking about how we don't have anything to do on Saturday. you got the Super Bowl to watch on Sunday. Uh, Dodgers Fan Fest, presented by State Farm, is at Dodger Stadium tomorrow, starting at 10 o'clock in the morning, Fan Fest. It's free as well. And they have interactive games and autographs and VIP experiences on the field. So if you want to know more about that, go to dodgers.com slash fanfest. Could be a great thing for you to do with the family. Okay, so the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks, and if you're not following football, they're they're in the Super Bowl on Sunday. You don't have to be into football to have a thought about this. In fact, I'm, I'm, you know what I'm going to do? Super Bowl uh, weekend, I'm, I'm in a good mood. I'm going to take a few more calls. I'm going to let you actually do some of the talking again two hours in a row. Because I, I think a lot of people have an opinion on this. Okay, so Pete Carroll said, uh, we do have one issue that I want to bring up. Our cornerback, his name is Richard Sherman, 
may have an issue on Super Bowl Sunday. No, he, he may not have an issue on Super Bowl Sunday, but he may have it. What does that mean? He may or may not. Does he have some kind of injury, nagging injury that might impact on him? No, not an injury. Some sort of health problem? No. No, he has another, not really a problem, he has a dilemma. His girlfriend is about to give birth any day now. Any day. She's at her due date. This kid could come out at any moment. So what's the dilemma? Well, the dilemma is if your girlfriend goes into labor, do you skip the Super Bowl? Ah, there's a tough one. This guy's not making pizzas on Super Bowl Sunday. I'm going to be a little short-staffed in the kitchen. You know, my my pizza my pizza came 10 minutes into halftime, 10 minutes late. What is that about? Well, the pizza maker, his girlfriend is pregnant, and she went into labor. Oh, okay, I get it. I get it. I'm still not happy I had to wait 10 minutes. I understand. Some things are more important than making a pizza for me at halftime. Not many things, but some things are more important than that. I understand. But he's a football player. If it's an exhibition game, yeah, I know, Coach, you want me to get out there and try some of those new plays we've been working on, but my girlfriend, I just got a call. She's gone into labor. Get out of here, kid. No no problem with that. How about during the season, though, in a game that could determine whether or not you're even in the playoffs? Hey, Coach, I got to go. My girlfriend's about to give birth. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, If the answer is no problem, you're not a good enough player. They got like five guys who could replace you. Uh, this might be your last season anyway. So, you know, I'm, I'm making the assumption Richard Sherman would be missed on the team. As a cornerback, pretty important position. So, yeah, I, I think if he's good, I don't, I don't know how good he is. I have no idea. Todd wants to comment on that. The Texan, you going to weigh in on this? Uh, he He's probably the best in the, in the game right now at, at the cornerback position. So we're going to call him irreplaceable then on Super Bowl Sunday. Okay, so what is Pete Carroll's view on it? He said it's up to him. He's, of course, hoping that it doesn't come earlier. He's he's really, 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 really hoping it doesn't happen earlier. But he said, we will support that decision. Whenever our players have a personal or family issue that comes up, it's always about family first, and they have to decide what's best for them. And I support that, he said. He was at a joint press conference with uh, Bill Belichick, the, uh, the New England's coach. We will support that decision. Well, of course, he's going to support the decision. He's wishing they all could have girlfriends that go into labor. But Sherman seemed pretty confident that his girlfriend, who's who's in Phoenix, is not going to deliver on Super Bowl Sunday. So he's not going to have to make the decision. He said, uh, well, his son is he's going to be a disciplined young man and wait for his father to play the Patriots. Uh, and then he didn't rule out the possibility of being with her at the birth if it occurred on Sunday. He didn't say he wouldn't go. So there we are. Uh, Coach Carroll had the best line, though, about the impending birth. Just trying to maybe, maybe he's feeling a little nervous himself. He said, I can't wait to meet little Petey Carroll. Wow, the coach went there. The coach did the, I fathered your child joke at the press conference. Wow. That's That's not, never a funny joke to make. Yeah. So it's a dilemma. This has been hotly debated in other major athletic endeavors in the past. It's such a no-brainer to me. It's so easy to me. You know me, I'm a big family guy. 
Most important thing that ever happened in my life was being at the birth of my children. No doubt, hands down. So I'll tell you where I am on this, but I want to hear from you as well. 800-520-1KFI. 800-520-1KFI. Rob, I'd like to get your view, too, after the news, but I want to put it in terms you can understand. Imagine one of your cats is about to have kittens. <laughs> knew it was going there. Imagine that. Yeah, I'd be home for the kitten's birth. Todd, imagine, you know, you that new porn that you ordered weeks ago. It's finally going to arrive. <laughs> porn that, that you ordered? You're waiting for that tape to come from Thailand. Porn shipment. And you yeah. just yeah. You got a whole box of it arriving at any time. What would you do is the question. Oh, wow. 800-520-1KFI. A... have to make it relatable to people. You know, it's what's important to you. Seattle Seahawks cornerback Richard Sherman. Todd says he's the best in the game at that position. Might have a problem on Super Bowl Sunday. See, his girlfriend is expecting the birth of their baby boy any day now. And the coach, Pete Carroll, has said, hey, family first. If he decides not to play, we will support that decision. 800-520-1KFI. Man, it was such a great experience to be there for the birth of both of my children. I don't have to trade that for anything, but it's the Super Bowl. This is what you do for a living. Man up, you're playing. Period. End of story. No discussion. What? How wimpy have we become? Seriously. I mean, it's great to be there, and you should be there if you can. It's the Super Bowl. You're a professional football player. It doesn't get bigger or more important than this. This is what's going to pay for that kid's diapers. Is tuition put a roof? Seriously, this is what a gives lot you, of diapers. This is what gives you the lifestyle. This is what daddy does for a living. Man up and play the game. You know what? You can you can miss the post game celebration if you win. Yeah, there you go. Grab a cab. You can still be in your full gear if you want. Change on the way to the taxi. Be there. What what are you likely to be? Three or four hours late. Yeah, yeah. I was just most. gonna say three and a half hours, four hours late. Yeah, my own dad. It, it, it wasn't even thought he couldn't get the time off when uh, his kids were born, his four children. He didn't get a chance to do that. That's too bad because, you know, someone could have replaced him. It was doable. But back then, no, and it didn't it didn't end the world. I still cried when my father died. We were still we were still close. He was still my dad. I respect that he had to go to work. I can't believe we have these discussions now. It is a wonderful luxury, but it's not a necessity. This is what the guy does. It's what puts food on the table. So at that, to to me, honestly, total no-brainer. Regular season game, we're guaranteed to make the playoffs. Okay. Playoffs are on the line. You still got to play. It's easy for me. This, This is a big deal in his profession. And the fans who paid a lot of money to go to Phoenix to watch the game and people watching on TV and people paid millions of dollars in commercials, it's time now to earn that paycheck. You can't take the Super Bowl off to see your your child being born. You just can't. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. It's it's not. It's the needs of the family. This is his profession. Do we let do we let guys fly back from Iraq or Af- Afghanistan when their kids were about to be born? Do we let them do that? Get uh, yeah, get on a plane. I mean, if you can, if the guy's not on the front lines and you're general, leave and, you know, right? Maybe. But still, how many how many brave men missed the birth of their children when they were serving their country? I just think it's ridiculous that Pete Carroll's even saying this. He's, he should be saying, well, we expect them to play. 
But can you imagine how that would resonate today? Is we're such a sensitive society. Oh, what a bad man he is. Mike, you're on with Bill Carroll. Yes, hi, Bill. Hi. First of all, I think uh, that having uh, a family is a blessing, and football is just a game. Also, it's not I just a game. It's a job for this guy. It's a job. Yeah, but listen, if he attends the birth of his child, he'd send a huge message uh, to all those fans who prioritize to put uh, sports or anything else in front of uh, their family. Yeah, the message would say would be, "I'm a selfish jerk who has no respect for you." I don't know. I think uh, you know, family should always come first. Yeah, we're not saying he should choose between the Super Bowl and whether or not he's going to be a father to his child. That's not what we're saying. We're not saying, no, you know what? I'm not going to support this kid. I'm not going to be the father. I'm not going to be in his life because i got to play the Super Bowl. It's not this. The choice is whether or not he gets there a couple of hours later. You know, a lot of times you go and there's some kind of emergency that happens anyway and you're not in there for the delivery. The deli- You know, the, the labor could take 12 hours, could take 20 hours. You just don't know. I mean, it's just ridiculous. This is a big moment in his career. That career is his living. That's how he's going to support this kid. You got to go. Tony, you're on with Bill Carroll. Hey, listen, um, good topic, but I think the guy's trying to make more publicity for himself because if he really wants to man up, tell me what day's the wedding. Yeah. You know, you know what the <laughs> illegitimacy rate in the black community is in the sports athletes? Ridiculous. Well, let's just, well, let's take black and white out of it and just, just, just focus on the word girlfriend. Uh, yeah, yeah, family matters. Give this woman a feeling of security that, that she she's going to get 50% of your salary if you walk away from her to raise that kid. You're right. Make her your wife. Man up, get, man up and get married. Yeah, even at that, though, you still don't go. Even if you're married, it doesn't matter. You still don't go. you got to be at the game. You have to be at your game. What? I, I know. I haven't even asked her. I know what Sylvie would say. Sylvie would say, this is what you do. you got to be there. Let's hope that it doesn't happen at the exact time. Let's hope. But if it does, you stay. She'd kick my butt if I showed up at the hospital with my helmet and my under, tucked under my arm. Hey, I left the game, honey. Are you out of your mind? Leslie, go ahead. You're on with Bill Carroll. Hi, Bill. I'm a woman, and I'm a mother, and I absolutely wouldn't. I, I would tell him, you better not be here for the birth. So guess what? I have another one for you. You be there because what? I mean, how great would that be to be holding my baby going, baby, look at your daddy. And when he is in the stories you could tell after your kid is born, you were born at this moment. And he caught the winning ball. Are you kidding me? It's a no-brainer. Go to the game. Make him go to the game. Yeah. Uh, you got to think at some level, he's, he, does, he already knows he's going to play, and he just feels it's politically correct to say he might leave. Who's leaving the Super Bowl to go to the birth of their child? I, I can't imagine many professional athletes would do it. There are probably a few today that would feel so much pressure. It's going to be bad for my image. I'm not going to get good endorsements if I don't do this. But I, I hope we haven't gotten that twisted. The pr- A man and a woman have different priorities when it comes to childbirth because of biology. The woman's priority is to be there to give birth because she can't be anywhere else. A man's job is to be prepared to take care of that family. This is what he happens to do for a living. It's a very unique job that pays him very well. He's got to show up at work. Valerie, what do you say? I say he needs to be there for the birth of his baby. 
I'm very old-fashioned, and this may be his way of supporting his family, but he needs to be there for the birth of his baby. Why? Because it's important. Family, I agree with Pete Carroll. Family comes first. And you know, you know how you put your family first. You make sure oh, you can. You make sure you can feed them and support them. them. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you put your family first. You man up well, and you work. Good point, Bill. Who's who said good point, Bill? That's that's Chuck, her husband. Oh, you're you're the, you guys are fighting about this. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. They're Tell her, Chuck. Fun. Tell her where you'd be, Chuck. I can see both sides. Oh, Chuck, that don't wimp out on me now. Uh, <laughs> Chuck's thinking, I know I'm not sleeping with Bill Carroll tonight, but I still got a shot with Valerie. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, you know, come on, let man up here. He's got to be at the game. I, I think I think traditionally a lot of men are, are forced to have to do what they need to do to support their family, and if that means they need to be away, uh, sometimes during the birth of a baby that happens. Right, well, and that's okay. the message you can send for all those men who don't have the choice. Okay, and you know what, Bill? I'll go with it because if he was in the military, he would have to be away from his wife during the birth of his baby. So I'll go with it that this is his job and Super Bowl only comes once a year. Hey, there you go, Bill. <laughs> All right. Turn her around. And, and, and he's getting some action tonight, too. I did that. Oh, you know what? I was going to move on from this, but don't let any of those people hang up because I see there's at least one guy who has a really great idea that I want you to hear. Okay, I'm just someone typed it up on my by, by someone. I mean the producer, but Brian's not here today, and I can't remember what's his name. Nick. Nick. Nick it came to me. It came to me. Nick. <laughs> Nick. They come and they go. These kids. But uh, Nick's been around for a while, off and on. Anyway, Nick just typed in the, this guy's solution, and I love it. So we'll get to that coming up here. First, Rob, what do you? KFI AM 640, Bill Carroll. Seattle Seahawks cornerback Richard Sermon might have a decision to make on Sunday. He's playing in the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl, this country's biggest sporting event. A lot of people say it's the world's biggest sporting event. It's probably the World Cup of Soccer is the world's biggest sporting event. This thing is huge, though. The money that's in play here. In what is, uh, without doubt, financially, this country's biggest sport. It just the biggest sport's biggest weekend, and uh, you're playing in it, and you might not play, and your coach says that'll be okay because your girlfriend might give birth that day. Are you kidding me? Man, this is a fairly new thing, having to attend the birth of your children. It's really nice. Happy I got to do it. But there are some jobs in the world that are pretty unique. And sometimes you got to man up and do your job because that's what's right for your family. And this is one of those cases. Can't be the guy who missed the Super Bowl. Might be his only chance to play in the Super Bowl. Might cost his team the game. How many fans are counting on him to be there to make this game entertaining? They have a right to be entertained. I, maybe a lot of people think it's only entertainment. But I'll tell you, if I was in the middle of a concert and my favorite performer's on stage... And he got a call and said, well, I got I to gotta go. Uh, my wife might be about to give birth. I'd be thinking, well, things you could have said two days ago and canceled the concert so I could get my money back. You know, I, I spent good money getting here. You owe a duty to, to the people who pay your bills. I mean, that's 
That's just called respect. That's a that's a lesson you want to teach to your kid. Anyway, I'd be at the Super Bowl if I were him. Where would you be, Rick? Um, I I would totally uh, I would totally the, the situation is he is a Super Bowl player, and uh, the thing is is uh, um, it would touch the hearts of all the people that are in the crowd that are family people and everything, and their kids would probably be there and everything like that. And I, I think it would still share the statement of being part of uh, his child coming into this world, um, and and every everybody would be happy with that. I think I really do believe that. No child is going to be upset and think their father didn't love them because they were a pilot of a seven forty seven that was in the mid Atlantic when they were born, or uh, a soldier defending his country, putting his life on the line, who couldn't come home while they were born. No, no, no kid's going to go, oh, my dad's a jerk. And no kid is going to grow up thinking, my dad was in the middle of the Super Bowl, and when he got word that I was being born, he didn't just put down the ball and walk away and jump in a cab. That's It's so absurd to me. Tamika, go ahead. What do you say? Yeah, uh, good morning, uh, Bill. I am in total agreement with you. However, I think the uh, traditional family first folks make a valid point. I think now we just need to uh, not demonize the gentleman. Uh, at this point, it's a personal decision, in my opinion. Uh, he's going to have to live with that decision after all the fans have even forgotten who he is, all the money spent, endorsements, all that. He's going to have to live with this decision. So at this point, I think it just should be left up to him. We all have our opinions, but life goes on after the Super Bowl, and he's going to have to live with that. Thank so. you, Tamika. How many of us uh, spend money putting our kids into team sports? A lot of people, right? And if you can't afford it, high school, team sports, whatever it is. One of the things you want to teach them about is the importance of being part of a team, working together, your responsibility to other people. And part of that is character building, character building. And you don't want your kid to be selfish. That sometimes no matter how well they do, they lose anyway because the team didn't do well. And sometimes when they're not feeling their best, the team carries them to victory anyway. All of us will be part of teams in our life. Todd, believe it or not, you and I are on a team right now. I don't do my job very well. It could cost me my job. It could cost you your job. Rob doesn't do his job very well. It could cost you and me our jobs. We work together. We're a team. The producers behind the scenes, we're all a team. What about his responsibility to his teammates to be there? That's a lesson we have to teach our kids, too. But we've just made it now such so much pressure on being politically correct and being there at the birth. Of course, he should be there if he can be there, but the man has a job and it's not an easy one to walk away from. Steve may have the solution though. Steve, I saved you till the end. Hey, how's it going? Good. Don't let me down now. I hear you have a good solution. Yeah. um, Why not bring his girlfriend and hire a team of doctors to be there with him and with her? Have the baby at the stadium, you mean? I mean, what are the odds, anyways, of, of her giving birth during those few hours? But just in case, you know, doctors are there. Why not? People give birth at home. Why not? In the medical facility? Just on the sideline or, or back in the locker room? No, you have a camera on her, and then you put it up on the big screen <laughs> if the baby's coming out. Oh, God. <laughs> that, seriously. And then when his team, you know, when he's not playing because they got defense and offense, you're on and off, you run in. Oh, is it coming out yet? Back out onto the field? Seriously, though, why not? And it would certainly lessen the chances that 
she gives birth in that short window when the game is actually being played. And maybe it'll work out. Maybe she'll give birth at halftime. I wouldn't be surprised if Katy Perry conceives at halftime. I mean, that's that's what I'm <laughs> expecting. That's what I'm expecting from the halftime show. So we got to have a conception and a birth at halftime. I think that's awesome. Got to play the game. That's where I stand on that. Well, you know who was a pretty good football player in his day? Did you know this? Suge Knight was a very good football player. And uh, then he went on to have a career in rap, became kind of a business rap mogul. But uh, crime and violence has followed this guy around. And now he's been arrested for murder in Los Angeles. That's one of the stories trending we'll dig into coming up next. Bill Carroll, KFI AM 640.